It's Sunday. Why you yelling? Don't ever cut me off. <laughs> I thought we had something special there. We'll never have something special. We've had there many or spe- anywhere. You look awful. Why? Like every time I come here, your pants are getting higher. Your <laughs> socks are getting more tucked. Like everything about you, you're turning into a crazy old man. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. You had to pause because you look at your hair. I was wrong with my hair. Yeah, exactly. Thought my hair looked good today. Yeah, that's that's a, that's bad. That you thought it was. You're good. over here having fucking your mustache as long as your actual fucking top of your hair. That's the best you got. It's wow. Your shit is on your tooth. Your mustache <laughs> is trying to give a hug to your front tooth. Yeah, maybe I'm trying to cover that upper lip. You don't Why? know what I'm about. I'm Steve. Steve Harvey costume is looming. How are you? I'm great. Are you? I'm real yeah, good. A lot of concern right here. It's because you come over here and we film late. What do you want me to do? Quit. <laughs> no. Why are you yelling? Because that was an outrageous no, I was saying ask. Qu- I was saying quit. Why are you yelling? Oh, wow. Yeah. Love that. I quit. Deal. No. No severance. But. But. That's a terrible segue. You do that. But. <sighs> this is. Can you just stop this and <laughs> can we start over? Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> we should start over. Yeah, because this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> It's Sunday. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not. We don't have to do this on camera. Yeah, it would be bad. Why are you yelling? You look awful. Why? Are you so- <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was about to lose my <laughs> yeah, shit. I know. How, how's this week been going for you? I haven't really talked to you this week, so I didn't really have much which, BDGE content. Which should probably tell you about all you need to know. So you were just grinding? Heading up reading. Reading? The dictionary. Webster or... Merriam's. Anyways, you sold your couch today, and you're gonna have a Super Bowl party, and you have no couches, so I'll have the couches by the time the Super Bowl gets here. I need to get the first one here, then I can figure out how much space I have for the other ones. Looks like a comfy couch. I cannot wait to fart on it. Whatever. I'm gonna make sure I fuck on it first, so that you don't want to sit on it. Okay. That like that that has nothing to do. I will always sit on your couch. Today was a crazy. I mean, what today Sunday to you guys? It's Thursday for us, and today was a wild day. Social media platforms. We great, thought great day. We thought Robin Hood was for us, and they were just robbing the hood. They totally just was like, nah. Let me try. Okay, so Uncle Fred called me today. Yes, he's like, I seen that Steve Portnoy guy. He's on the news everywhere talking about the stars. You know what's going on? And I'm like, oh fuck. Like, I'm pretty good at explaining things to people, but like, explaining stocks to Fred is is not yeah. like you need to be an alien to be able to do that <laughs> shit. So the way I tried to put it, the way I could best put it to people that had no idea what the fuck was going on is like imagine uh Robin Hood's supposed to be a completely unbiased neutral party in this. Like imagine Robin Hood is eBay, okay? A guy named John sells a shitload of shoes and eBay only sells shoes, okay? So John has a thousand pairs of shoes on eBay and he's a big part of their customer base, right? Like so eBay values him. If someone comes into Tiffany's spends millions of dollars a year you're like we you're my best friend blue yeah we're like we like you more than we like nick mm-hmm. nick spends probably like 250k a year at tiffany's but this guy spends a lot more so john sells a lot of shoes and then everybody else on the platform is selling like one pair of shoes right they're one-off customers and things like that so they value john a lot more this is not exactly how it went because when you when you talk about selling you know shorting stocks and stuff it gets a little bit more technical than that but basically eBay is supposed to be just an intermediary. They're not supposed to interfere. They're not supposed to be like, oh, we actually like John more, mm-hmm. but people run these companies. So there's obviously going to be emotion behind it. Supposedly what's happening is this, this hedge fund makes up like 60% of the money that's inside Robin Hood. So he was one of the people that shorted the stock of GameStop and got absolutely fucked and almost went into bankruptcy. He contacted Robin Hood and was like, stop people from 
buying this this stock. So it's like almost if eBay was like, okay, no, Mike, Sally, whatever, y'all not allowed to sell shoes. Only John's allowed to sell shoes. Therefore, John has all the demand. John's the only one that gets to move his shoes. John makes all the profit off of this. In a different way, though, like these people basically won't have to pay that much on the stock that they shorted. They should have got fucked, but they're not gonna because the price got driven down so much from locking everybody else away from being able to buy the stock. That's wild. It's like it's someone needs to go to jail. Wildly criminal. Like, yeah. like it's not even. It's not even like even on the most crazy society kind of things. From a human level, you could always be like, okay, like I kind of see where those people are no, coming yeah, from, no, like nothing, nothing. there. It, it's literally the world versus these hedge fund guys yeah. who lost billions of dollars. And like Robin Hood took their side because so much of their capital is from these hedge fund people. Yeah. And they just, they ruined themselves. But which is crazy because I remember you said you use Robin Hood. I was like, I don't really trust them. I don't really know them. And I've been saying that to like multiple people because I was like, it just doesn't make sense. Like a platform for, for the people, such a big, like the stock exchange i was like something's gonna happen and i i use td ameritrade and so I, ha I have some on there now i couldn't even log in today no not they were all yeah which, it was which nuts. is, which is which what is, makes me think a little bit though because like if but all think, of these places locked down though because people are like okay they had 60 percent of the money on robin hood yeah then why would the other i mean i they definitely have their hands dipped in there but i also think that everyone that has robin hood like the majority did have td ameritrade too but they don't Maybe. use it because it's not as I don't think so, friendly. Yeah. And once they all went, I think it did crash a little bit. But obviously, I think there there is a defense. I, I mean, think that was like this a whole, high this level whole day executive has been thing. so fishy. So like, why Craziness. not put it towards it? It's amazing that like we can put all these things on blast now, though. It's like wild. the internet, you can't hide anymore from no, doing fuck shit. Like these these older these older heads. I don't know if you remember. I said. Like I want to buy movie theater stocks. Like during the pandemic, I'm like, movies are gonna go up, right? Like my dad said no. And then I told him about Nokia during um, April because they got like a huge grant from NASA to put like 5G on the moon. I'm like, I feel like their stock's gonna go up. I have no idea what I'm talking about. And he's like, it's a dead stock. And it's so funny because I calculated what he would have got or what they I would have They didn't like got. go up though. They, no, they, they went up. It went up from like three bucks up because it was at $3 and it went at six. Maybe. Yeah. And like altogether, he would have made like 50 G's. And I was like, I'm dumb. I didn't do it because I just believed like, I put but also on, you, no you, one yeah. could have predicted this. It was just no, of course a not. Reddit community just being like, we're sticking it to the man. Well, no, it was a guy that actually had like factual evidence behind it. And mm -hmm. he was, he was posting it. And like, as the months went by, people were like, oh wait, there's like something to this or something yeah. to this. And then the money started piling in a little bit, uh, a little bit more and more. And that's where it came from. And I, I got in on that. I didn't get in on GameStop, but I got in on AMC yesterday at like 10 or 11. Shot up to 19. I got out right before the market closed last night because I was like, so, it, it wasn't even smart. It was like, I was risking the fact that it could have went up to like 35 and I would have missed out on like 10 G's or something. But mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, with all the shit going on on Twitter, it was like, they were talking about regulating it. And I was like, I'll just take my profits and do whatever. I'll throw it back into pen again. Cause that's what I just continue to do over and over I and over again. I feel like you have so much in pen. Dude. So on my Robin hood account, I'll just, I'll show you right now, basically. So I started, oh, it doesn't have the fucking thing well i started basically 15 days ago there's there's 25k so i'm up like i'm up like five and a half six k in 15 days just went down oh i gotta sell i gotta <laughs> sell i got a short <laughs> yeah so i got it on amc i got quick profit and then i was like i'm out of the game until then because i thought there was gonna be some fishy shit happening and then it did and i feel bad for the people that fucking got in quick and the stock shot up and now what is what is gamestop ah, GameStop no gamestop's still high i think amc's went a little down a but amc did it it's back to where about i i bought it at the problem is this though like the platform giving those executives the hedge fund guys time to short their stocks mm -hmm. will mean that when the market opens back up and everyone piles back in there's no actual like upside to it no because like we're not right now there's upside because like we have to wait for those guys to short their stocks and when they do shit's gonna shoot but yeah. if they're quietly doing it right now overnight tomorrow that the bell is yeah, 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 yeah. you know so it's gonna fuck a lot of people no i think 
this was a obviously a good thing just to to just show these people like, hey, mm-hmm. you just can't be reaping these benefits from us and then complaining when we don't like stimulate the economy and everything. Now people are starting to realize because stocks are they. I feel like they just made it super complicated, like with vocabulary so people were scared and if you went on twitter today people were like literally using like fourth grade terms of like if you had four apples and then you sold the four apples and then sold them back you know yeah so i think now people are starting to understand and realize and they might be like a reddit community that's really deep inside and you have to that know community is so that's funny that's gonna have to talk about it and they're gonna start doing this for, for from like now on it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting battle over the next month or so yeah. of seeing like how this plays itself out because right now we're all basically waiting on the pin to drop and seeing what happens mm-hmm. robin hood sent out a an email saying that they're gonna open these back up tomorrow but they're gonna put like limits on what you can buy. It's not gonna like like how is that even if, like if they didn't do that? I would buy in stocks as soon as the market opened, let it shoot up for five minutes, and then sell right off because it would eventually come yeah. down. But they're gonna limit it, so you're not gonna be able to do that. So the stocks gonna like it's like you, you just can't do that. It doesn't it is, make fucking sense. It's a free market. Like it it regulates itself. That's which is why I'm like, dude. There's yeah, like something huge has to come from this. But I feel like Robinhood, the fact that they did that today, and then are just sending off like these robotic emails. Yeah lets me think that they're just going to think that they could just do that and then go ahead with it, send two apologies out and then be done with it and think it's okay. And the powers that be up there just have so much fucking power in our country that like, what do, what do we do is it's great that we have people like Dave Portnoy legitimately speaking up for everybody. He was literally yelling. He was incredible. Like it was, elite it was, content. Yeah. Unbelievable. And people were responding and even there was like Democrats and Republicans now trying to say like, oh, now we have to step up because this is ridiculous. But then it's great the, because it yeah. has united even like the top. It, it really was everyone versus but like dudes. five minutes. Everybody was united. Yeah. And then because you see like yeah. Dave Portnoy, you see like AOC, you see yeah. Trump Jr., Elon you see Musk. Mark, Mark Cuban. You Musk see, was going nuts. Musk, yeah. yeah. Musk was the one who like fucking put G- GME to the fucking moon. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It, he was. Social media apps are going nuts. My theory with social media, I was thinking about this the other day. I was reading an article how Apple was contemplating not making like their podcast app anymore, like just free. Kind of like Spotify, do a subscription for the uh, podcast app. Mm. Uh, I was reading an article saying it's just inevitable. Why is it like everyone's reaping benefits? And that's just, really interesting. Yeah. And I started to think, why not? Because you would pay five bucks for all the free content you're getting a month because we do it for Spotify and we don't even think twice about it. Do you think in a couple of years, everything is going to like YouTube might have to one day they're going to be like, hey, this is we're going to charge people, not the creators, but we're charging people to access it because why not? Because people will pay because we showed for the last decade or two that this works, this is where you can can get your information. So I I think that can work as long as you have a monopoly on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The internet pretty much makes that, makes that not allow itself over the long run, though. Like, for the same reason that... But look at all the subscriptions you have, like Disney+, Plus, Netflix, Hulu, everything. Like sure, that. I would, but that's because their production value is so high and you want that really, really badly. But, like, for instance, a podcast, like the iTunes Podcast Network, if they started charging, like, another network would pop up and be like, we're going to do it for free and we'll host your podcast. And I think that where It's the same way... But that now works. Apple will be like... But if you don't leave, we can pay you this much because now we're making this much revenue. So now I think it's kind of making a monopoly of keeping all these people in one platform. And now these smaller businesses will start to suffer because these apps won't grow because they have a monopoly on the best podcasters, YouTubers and TikTokers. Well, it's interesting because like that's how it works for Spotify, but you could also still listen to these songs on on youtube and listen to these songs in other places right well most people i don't think understand 
is that they're paying for organization. Like mm-hmm. most, most people don't pay for products or information or these things. They almost always pay for organization. It's something I realized like pretty early on when I was selling products. I think that's an interesting argument, but it's only because iTunes, like they have a monopoly on podcasting Yeah, right now. And it's the same way that like, there's so much good information. Like you don't even need to go to college anymore to actually get the information that you want. You just Not don't know all. what you need. Yeah. College organizes information. That's mm-hmm. at, the, at the very highest scale. It organizes information. You can find that information anywhere you want, you know? Yeah, if you are dedicated enough to try to look for it yeah so I, th- I think that's that's kind of interesting i guess i never really uh never thought about it i don't i wouldn't want my content to be behind a paywall though at some point maybe you won't even have a choice yeah you can go to a smaller business but if these big giants kind of like the stock market that have their hands dipped in everything unite together i wouldn't i just wouldn't like i would there's no way that leaves such an if if they put everything all the content behind a paywall if they they put all my competitors content behind a paywall mm-hmm. and i went not behind a paywall that'd be inc- incredible for me over the long run, I would get so many eyeballs. It's I interesting. I it's, think it's. I think it's also too when money will talk eventually. If someone throws a number at you, that's ridiculous. Just to keep you, it's not like you're you're not gonna be like, hey, this will set me up. Yeah, maybe in the long run, being still it's, free. It's, it's different though, I guess, because like Spotify is paid, but it also has a free subscription. Yeah, or but whatever. you pay for the convenience of no ads. Yeah, exactly. People hate ads. So taking ads out and now you're paying for this platform, it kind of is like, hey, yeah, I made you watch all these ads during my show. So I had revenue revenue on that. But now I get paid from the platform. We're, we're all eating Yeah, so well. that's not that's not necessarily putting your content behind paywall. That's, well, like, that's what I'm saying. That's like yeah. putting the fuckboy stuff of iTunes. And, and I guess that's different because iTunes doesn't have anything now that puts a roadblock in between your content and the customer. Like because, Spotify, yeah. so their, their business model started out with yeah. annoyance between yeah. the content and the customer. iTunes doesn't do that. So if they randomly just started fucking throwing annoying ads into it, which they are starting to do. I don't know if you've listened to any, uh, probably not. I only put them on my fantasy stuff now, but they advertising world like recently introduced this new ad product mm-hmm. called dynamic ads okay. within podcasting. So in the same way that like a, d- a dynamic ad means that it ads will change based on who the user is when they're watching a video. So gotcha. when you're watching a YouTube video, you'll see a different ad than Heather will see obviously. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So podcasts are starting to do that. Like the platform I upload my podcast to is called red circle mm-hmm. and they shoot it out, but they just opened up dynamic advertising, which is cool because they run it on the same rates. I guess basically get paid the same rates as I would with like a normal sponsor. It's oh, like wow. 20 to $30 CPMs. Yeah. But they're like, some people here are probably listening. I, I would never put into this podcast, but some people here listen to other podcasts and it will just like cut you off randomly in the middle of the podcast mm-hmm. and then start talking about like, it's not your voice. It's, it's, it's something the, else. The company up, like all you. these companies make ads, upload yeah. into a database. And then based on your user information, they give you a dynamic ad at some point. And you could put like 10 of them into your fucking podcast. Jeez. So it's become, it's a cool revenue source for creators that's going to become more and more scalable. But like, I don't know why any company would pay $30 CPMs when they could just come to me and get like a real natural ad read. It's opening up a little bit more. It's, it's weird. It's yeah, a weird I guess place. It just it's easier. O- it it's always scalable. goes down. It's scalable. Yeah, it always goes scalable. down to convenience of, hey, do I have to really like talk to this fool and get right. what he wants to say? Or I can put it out and say, I want that, a million listens that, right like, now yeah. and do it. Or, it, it the so quality is so much that's lower. What I'm saying. I think now we live in a world that convenience trumps everything. And I think 100%. it always has, even though it's more money, no one cares. Yeah. I don't know. I think in the future, you will be behind a paywall. I don't think I'll ever put my content behind a paywall. But maybe you won't have a choice. No. That's unbelievable that you don't think that's like... You need organic growth to sustain a business in today's world. If you're behind a paywall, you can't grow organically. But there will be other platforms that like... That's the thing. It's like we only you only say you might be behind a paywall because you're thinking of one certain 
form of content. Yeah. I you know, like what yeah. if you're a brand that blew up on TikTok? Like they can't put you behind a paywall. Like TikTok won't do. Like if you're talking about like podcasting, put you behind mm-hmm. a TikTok uh, a paywall. If you blow up on TikTok, like you probably don't have a podcast. You're just like a TikToker, you know? Sure. Yeah. So it's like it's like maybe one form of content could put you behind a paywall, but like there's so many social platforms that you kind of pivot to and do other things on. I guess that makes sense. You know? So you can't you can't like cage a lion. So now that you're in an off season, do you ever think about like you said, you were like, you didn't feel really burnt out this year. You felt pretty good. I felt good up until probably like the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So when you get to that mindset, do you th- start thinking about rebranding or like unbranding? Explain unbranding to me. So I was, this is a new, I've been literally just put it like, instead of listening to music. Trying to find like marketing terms that will fuck me up. Yeah. Okay. And just trying to like end you. But also, I think things that you do that you don't even realize, because I was confused. I was uh, listening to, uh, what podcast was it? Uh, Armchair Expert, Dax. Uh, Love that fucking podcast. He's a beast. Yeah. And I was listening to the Matthew McConaughey one. And he's, I want to, honestly, he might fuck me up and I might read a book. Last book I read was Captain Underpants or like The Outsiders. His I, book, don't, I don't blame you. His book Go was, out on top. His book was, uh, sounds like it's incredible. Matt and he actually has an out audio play that he says he just says it the whole time. So. That's how, that's how they get you. You know yeah. why? When those big podcasts, like, mm-hmm. like uh, Dax, all of his guests are like lined up by their agents because they just had a book drop. So they come on, get like a billion downloads on their yeah. podcast and be like, my new book just came out. And you're like, that was such a good podcast. Such like a good- Got that's me. how they sell yeah. a fuckload of books. It's nowadays. amazing. It's crazy. But rebrand and unbrand, it stuck to me. That's the one thing that really stuck to me. He, was, he said he was doing a romantic comedies the whole time, right? And he took a two-year hiatus, not even like looked at a script, because he said, I don't want to rebrand. I like my brand. But I had to unbrand myself to find like my true self. Because if you rebrand, you're saying you did something wrong. It's not saying you did something wrong. You're just unbranding to get not back to where you were, but where you are in life at that point. Rebranding is like a uh, like an image. Something a re- in rebranding image is like a tarnished. drastic, yeah. a drastic change in direction. Yeah. I feel like based on something that you fucked up prior. I guess unbranding is. I think I've put myself in a good position where I don't really have to worry about rebranding or unbranding. Like I can kind of do what I want, right? Like I, yeah. I don't know if it'll be successful, but like mm-hmm. I, I think most of that stuff goes back to like a mental thing for you, right? Like yeah. if, if you can be okay with pivoting to something drastically different and not have all these like doubts in your head about it about putting out different whatever it is then i think you've won in that sense i don't know i get get, he has a wildly different experience than me but i've always been that way though you know like i've always thought about not putting myself in a box in a sense i think towards the end of the year i'm just like i need to gut it out get to the end of it and then i can do whatever i want but like while we're in season i almost feel like i owe i owe the audience the rest of the year to finish it out because i started strong i helped them all the way up until a certain point and then I can't just like, as much as I want to sometimes be like, ah, I'm just not going to do the video today. Yeah. Like I would feel bad letting them down. But I, hmm, I had a question for you and I totally like forgot and I thought it was going to be really good. Welcome to the big leagues. That sucks. Think, think hard. Uh, Use that tiny brain. I don't know what I was going to say. Use them tiger teeth. Oh yeah. What do you, do you get nervous on a, not a sense of like, so this is always considered a small business or like a business that you do. Does anybody's thought on you hold weight or is it just like the community that you do it for is why you do it? Is anybody like that would affect you mentally in a sense? Like uh, business wise? No, just like for your business. So like in my life, I want to make my parents proud. So if they said they weren't proud of me, like where I am right now, I think it would take me like a week to like. Be like fuck them, you know it would it would hurt. I would have to go inside and like. I would feel it weird out. if like any of you guys, like anyone that I was close with, close with that yeah. I cared about, was like. But I don't think like any of you guys would intervene in what I was doing business wise. Yeah, and I don't think I'm like connected to enough people that have 
gotten pay- if if you haven't achieved what I have in business. Yeah. Not that not that I don't take what you say with an open mind, mm-hmm. but like that probably won't alter my course. If so, someone comes in like I could take constructive criticism. Yeah. But for the most part I'll only really entertain it if it's from someone who's a, above me in a in a in a success or achievement sense, you know? Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, like he's the reason he's probably telling me about this is because he's probably been down this path and fucked it up and he's like, don't do that. But like I don't ever have people reaching out to me, just going out of their way and being like, yo, don't do that, you know? No, I get it. If you, if you like, when you tell me or you ask me something, you know, and you're like concerned about my business, I feel like most of the times I can kind of be like, oh, this, like, this is why I'm doing that. You know, yeah, it might like yeah. seem weird from the outside, but there's a reason why I'm doing mm. it. Um, I don't think, I don't think so you, outside noises don't really bother you from, I feel like a, from a, a business I, sense. I, almost I, never, never. That's almost never. But I feel like that's a very, like a good trade that you have. Cause I feel like most people outside noise is the reason why they do it or the reason why they stop doing it. Yeah. I think on a per on a personal level, maybe it affects me more just like my, my mental, just like, yeah. I think business wise is more like big picture view. That's mm-hmm. why you, you know, keep them two separately. I feel like I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So that's, that's why that, I think mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of like, yeah. there, there are probably things I've wanted to put out like on personally, maybe like, you know, personal Instagram or just like get more personal with the things that I do business wise, but I just don't. And maybe that's, something that i that i hold back from yeah i don't i don't know i, I don't guess. know i think it's super important that you said that like maybe you do need to keep it separate so your feelings don't get like affect your judgment or maybe. anything like that just because like the people that i've known up to this point in my life are the ones that would affect my me personally i don't know i guess maybe that's like a little bit of insecurity but maybe i don't know i just like don't ever want to be like spammy and shit with my work stuff but mm-hmm. i've gotten to the point where like i think a lot of the stuff that i do work-wise not fantasy would probably be valuable to some people in some ways like outside of just the community that i've built like through youtube since you have like friends that are working with you on this journey i feel like you're gonna start having some um, maybe tough conversations or because people's lives are going to keep going. You know, you can't just assume that they can put these amount of hours in or this amount of content in. And how are you, how do you think you're going to deal with that? Up until this point, friends and business has not, have not really mixed in a bad way. People have helped you, but you know, eventually things will change and people have to do decisions that need to be made. And you're going to have to kind of intertwine both of your lives. Yeah. I, th- I think like when that day comes, there will probably be a clear answer. Mm-hmm you're either of value or you're not. But I think there's a, I think there's like a really important aspect to that. Like there needs to be, I don't want to say necessarily good intent, but like I have to, I have to hope that the, whoever I'm having a tough conversation with, like is also receptive to what I'm saying. Like I would never just be like, nah, like you, I don't need you anymore. I'd be like, yo, this is, you know, you can improve here and then we could talk about it. Or like, I need you to do X, Y, Z, or like, this is why I'm not giving you X, Y, Z. And if they, like, I would never come at someone like that without actual, numbers or without actual feelings or a reason why. So if they, if they can't see it from where I'm coming from, then there's a bigger picture there that I need to just be like, okay, like this is probably not someone I needed to work with to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have to have not empathy, but like you have to be able to see things from both, both sides, both. I have to do that. And the people that I'm talking to need to be able to do that as well. So like, yeah, there will be like tough decisions. I think as we continue to grow or scale, like my first investments will be back into people. So I hope I I don't really have to make those decisions, but I'm sure I'm sure I will. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say because I haven't actually had to no, really I like, do it yet. You know, like in my job right now, like the year ended, so the reviews are coming up. You know, yearly, and I was like, I was thinking, I was like, 
you should probably have yearly reviews, not in like a way of like, hey, let's sit down and let's grab a cup of coffee, talk about your progress, but laid on the table. Okay, guys, this is what we have. What do you want to do this year? And like, where so, are we so going So I actually from? do that. You know? I actually do that in yeah. a sense. Not like on an official basis, but like if you ask. But I feel like you should be a little official about that because it's kind of like you are going towards that. Yeah, they're your friends, but also they know why they're here. No yeah. one's doing Everyone's doing this for fun, but essentially if you could pay them, they they would do it full time. Right. Yeah. Why not make that an official thing? I've probably for better. No, not for better, but like for worse, this has probably been up to this point, like too much of a friend relationship. Yeah. Not too much. Like I, I never want to be like, oh, I'm the ball. Like we're a team. Like we work together. You right? always say we. You're one of the people that will literally say we all the time. And I, mean, I think that's very, that's an admirable thing because not a lot of people say we. It's like I do this, and half the time you say things and you say we. In my head, I'm like, we ain't pay no bills. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I yeah. guess realistically, a lot of the things I think I can confidently say that now, a lot of the things that we've done, especially over the last year, wouldn't have been accomplished without the other people on the team. Yeah, so like it is a we. Like, there's a I'm not the one that always comes up with the best ideas. Like, I'm not the most creative. I'm not always the the hardest working at the time. I'm not always the one doing certain things and being in the trenches with this stuff. So we're all we're all like working towards the same goal in a sense. So I don't I try to guide everyone in the right direction of what the mm. vision of the brand is, but I think like the more they align with me on a friendship level the more that they see where i'm trying to go yeah you know i don't think i do that consciously actually but i don't know it's tough it's tough it's a tough fucking line <laughs> it's tough to be the boss yeah it's, it's let's tough. be honest it's tough, to be, it's tough to be on top heavy is the head yeah no you should set up i'm coming to terms that expectation and reality you have to make sure that you're in reality when you're making these expectations for the next years let's set these two separately but understand that they go to bed together yeah i don't see the thing is like i don't even know i don't even know what we have a quarterly meeting or we have a bi a semi-annual meeting or something i don't even know what groundwork we would have in terms of what we needed to because most of our shit is just like kind of ever flowing and it just like happens on the go and we just like create and do things and it's just like okay you should have a retreat like a, a weekend retreat. That'd be fun as hell. Right? And yeah. just like smash it up and just figure it out. I'm not saying like not even for content. Don't even record anything. Mm -hmm. But for you guys to just know we're all on the same page and understand each other in a level. That's a good idea. Right? I've like thought about that. I mean, I, realistically, that's like what this will be eventually. You yeah. Know, like this company, I think. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's hard to define. Like when you talk about quarterly meetings in like a corporate setting, like you can define things that you need to do, you know? What I learned this year in my meetings nothing fucking goes to plan Fair. nothing everything i put in every meeting and i want them how to to grow and what they do never happens because something else happened and we'll get to it we'll get to it we'll get to it guess what 2020 is over i didn't get to it i think i'm personally ready for my next step and i have my meeting with my director um i think in like two weeks and i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna say if my boss left tomorrow would you promote me if not tell me why and I think that sets me up for like success because I don't think my boss is going anywhere in the, in the immediate future, but it helps me because if she does, and then I'm like, Hey, we had that conversation X, Y, and Z. And you told me this is what I had to fix. This is what I did. That's why I think I'm capable of doing this job. It would be a no brainer. I think that's how people have to go and like, not be like, Hey, you think I'm ready for this job? No. Tell me why. So that's you what I mean. Like ready, we don't, you know? we don't have like jobs open. We don't have like, I, I've given them as much creative freedom as they want to. I don't even know what concretely I could give to them. So like, like snacks and animal, right? So say they were like, Hey, I want to do this. Isn't that, how can we work to monetize this? You know? And then you could, you, you've made this work to get money why can't they do it too? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think 
hard, like those kind of nah, conversations right. actually, need to happen. Way, it's actually way easier to figure that shit out. You're you right. know? Yeah. So I'm yeah. just putting some flavor in your ear. Get you to think. And you're gonna be so, I didn't want to think tonight. You have to think. <laughs> this is a thinking podcast. If I was a girl, you would fuck me. And I'm going to tell you why. Was that a, next up, like on the show sheet? Yeah. Jesus Christ. You would do this. That's not you. Yeah, it's me. Dude, that's... Yeah, you would... Stop fucking... I swear to God. So Heather did that, like, you know... That's the, you via a fucking app that makes you like a 9.4 out of 10. You would... I'm your type. Yeah, you and are. And I've come to terms with it. I was really pumped up about this. That's ridiculous. How mad are you? I'm, I'm just mad that you think that would be you. That... 100%. How would that... That's me with long hair and it's a little bit of makeup. It's my face. It's me. You would bang me, Nick. Her lips are, like, way bigger. Damn. I don't know. I saw that yesterday. She So I guess all her friends are doing that app and then sending it to their boyfriends and saying, oh, do you know this girl? Heather literally told me they were doing that. And then she sends it to me. Heather, I like, no, this is me. Did you know that was you? I wouldn't even, I wouldn't know that was you if you didn't tell me. You know what? I just knew the picture because it was. What app is that? I have no idea, but every girl has it and are doing it to their boyfriends. So you're probably up next on that. Why? I don't know. Maybe like that's what your girl likes to do. I'm single. You're not single. You called someone your wife. On that the... was ironic. That oh, was, that was an ironic answer. I don't think so. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so you and me have. I don't think a lot other than my dad. I don't really have a lot of male presence in my life. And other than your uncles. You want me to give uh, Uncle Fred your number? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Do dear. you think we're manly? Yo, I was actually going to ask you this the other day, what our levels of masculinity are. And I was, I was thinking about this. I don't think like, I I was going to ask you to rate me one to 10 and then I was going to rate you one to 10. Well, here we are. I think you're more masculine than I am. I think aesthetically you're more uh, masculine, but that's it. Like on paper, I'm extremely masculine, but I'm not a masculine person at all. Yeah. I would give you like a fucking four. I agree. That's like what I assumed you would say. Yeah. And then I was like, do I take that offensively? And that's what and I'm I like, wanted I don't to talk. No, but that's what I want to talk about because I, I think I like, I think I should take it offensively, but I don't think I really care. Cause the more I think about it, we, we, we cry. We love how we look. Everyone always said we were like the best dress when it came to like going out and we always took care of ourselves. So is that like a bad thing or a good thing? Or this is where life is going. Like manliness is not a thing anymore. It's I don't, just, I don't really man think it is. And I think it. like being overly masculine and being overly manly is like a really weird thing nowadays. Like the, that's almost gotten to the point where it's like looked down upon. When you see like meatheads, you're just like, dude, like calm down. You know? Yeah. Like you're doing way easy, too much. Big guy. <laughs> yeah. Like what are you doing? Like you're doing way too much. But I don't. But I don't really think the only reason I think you think I'm manly is because like I know how to fix like a lawnmower. Hundred percent. Like, and any question you have on like something, I might have an answer to it. Yeah. But I I know like the bare minimum of everything. Like, what even is masculinity anymore? That's I need answers. Shit, I haven't lifted a weight in like two weeks. I haven't lifted a weight in a year. All right, maybe you are a bigger bitch than me. So I'm not manly at all? Not anymore. I don't know. I think I am. I could do... That's wild. Like, I really thought about that, like, two days ago. I think I wrote that, like, two days ago. And thinking, like, are we manly? And I don't think so. Were and we I listening th- to something that brought it up? Did you listen to Sean Mendes? <laughs> no. <laughs> I looked at him. He's not a manly guy. He's, like, literally the least manly person. But, like, he has, like, a manly aura you could want to be him you can't tell me like well, most not being manly i think led to like such a lack of confidence a while ago like yeah. 10 years ago but nowadays like you could there are so many people that are popular or people who start who are widely successful in the business world are typically like really nerdy right but yeah. like they are the people who 
get the most notoriety nowadays. Mm. There's so many people like that. Like you can be a musician, you can be ugly as fuck and like still get it and not be masculine. So I think like it's been normalized to not be super masculine. And I think that's why I had when we were younger, such a hard time just being myself. I just thought I wasn't manly compared to the people we that. hung out with. I could see that for you. you. Know? That makes a lot of sense. I now think you're saying that. Yeah. I th- Cause there's one thing that hit me one time, what you said, you're like, I, I wasn't a guy that every night would get a girl. I couldn't, I just would just get blackout drunk. And you were like, I don't get why you don't get with girls because you have a great personality. And I was like, damn, that hit me so hard. And I think after that, it started to work. Cause I was like, wait, I do have a great personality. I mean, I'm on a bigger side, like in a sense, I'm not overweight. I was always uncomfortable taking off my shirt up until five years ago. I was shit. I was trying to fuck with my, my shirt on. Like I was one of those dudes, <laughs> yeah. tube socks and shirt. I don't want to take it off. I hated my body. I'm still I one still, of those dudes. Though. I, I still hate my body. I think with the outside noise that you say, like, you know, people don't shouldn't take really affected me when I was younger. Like I, it hurt me, my confidence. I couldn't talk to people. That is such a shitty thing to go through. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like people put a lot of things on like, uh, on pedestals and it puts them in a mindset where they can't unsee that for themselves. You know, I I think that, that, that comes off in a lot of different ways. Like I think people, I don't know why this popped into my head, but even like interviewing for jobs, I've always felt like people always get, I never got nervous interviewing for jobs because I always went into the mindset. Like they should want me as much as I want to work there. Like I'm interviewing them as much as they're interviewing me. And this is, that's probably a very rare point of view, I think. But that's also the same way that I, I probably thought about it for you when we're talking about like approaching girls. Yeah. Like you go up and like you're automatically the one feeling like you're going to a Fortune 500 company getting interviewed and being nervous, you know? Fucking but shitting it, bricks. Yeah. But it's like on the flip side, it's like, dude, once you're kind of confident in yourself and not even from a masculinity standpoint, it's like, why wouldn't this person want it? Like we're both just humans on a yeah, human level. You, you need know what to I'm like rejection is okay. And yeah. I... I crippling to me in, in the same crippling. way in the in same every way, single aspect yeah in that. the same way that like i dm people to come on my channel and get left on red i email businesses and i'm like you yeah. want to work together and they don't email me back or they just say no and i'm just like okay you know wrong place wrong time i don't have the budget don't think i they don't like me they don't think i make good content it is what it is like yeah everyone has all these different fucking things going on at one time if you stop taking things personally from people that you're not personal with like your life moves a lot smoother I, I think that you just hit that right on the money because I felt good saying that right there. Yeah, that 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 hit so hard because I still deal with that a lot. Not a lot anymore, but outside people, I don't, I don't even I shouldn't even care about. It's like people that don't care about you, they affect you so much. So much, you know, like people that you're not like. They, there's always like those people in your mind. Like, like, I get embarrassed outside, like for no reason, and I, I, I think it stopped. But also, it came to a point where when I started dating Heather, like literally, I had a person. Go to like remember when we were at that bar? I remember. And she yeah. was like, "This girl's wasted." And she was like, "To Heather, why are you dating him? You're so pretty." Up until uh, not up until that point, but even past that, I full heartedly believe Heather's too pretty for for me. And people have said that, so it makes sense that it's true. I mean, on so, the outside, let's yeah, yeah, like, let's she's like fucking, prettier than ninety nine percent of yeah. people in the world. <laughs> so let's be. She fucking, could, there yeah. aren't a lot of guys she could date that she wouldn't be the better looking person. Yeah. And that fucking killed me in a sense and hurt our relationship in a first because 
the trust wasn't there because I was like, oh, but you can get like literally, I'd yeah. go to the fucking bathroom and then come upstairs and be like five dudes around her, and I'm like, yeah, all those guys. Be, like and, I, I'm even like this. Yeah. I'm, like I'm not really someone who I'm not really like the jealous type unless yeah. I'm like really given a reason to be jealous. For but sure. but every dude has like their own insecurities that way. Yeah, and especially if you're in a hole like that where you're kind of starting out, fucking down six runs, I can imagine like how how tough that would be. And, yeah, like, it's hard to when, dig out. Even like when I dated Leah, like back back in the day, like yeah. she like I wasn't good looking really in high school when I dated Chubby. her. A bit. Yeah, but she was like yes. always extremely pretty. Yeah. So for me, it's like it's your job to communicate to the other person. You know, first of all, that like you, if you're insecure about it, if you're feeling like less than them, to tell them like what you need mm-hmm. for them to like make you feel secure in a sense. You know? I think a there's certain, a line. Even before that, I think you need to like talk to your like not talk to yourself, but like that they, they, they came for a reason. Yeah, like, they chose you, you. Yeah, they chose you, you as much as you chose them. And even when we were at, like on Th- at Thailand, you're like, dude, she's gone when we come back. And I remember I was like, but I like her, Nick. <laughs> like, you know, and then I was like, but why? And I was just like, nah, fuck you. It's not going to happen. But like it happens, man. You just get your whole life. You're starting to deal with like weight problems and the jobs aren't really good. You're not really good at school. Like you just start believing all that. You start believing that, hey, maybe I'm just not that good at school. Smart. Hey, man, it's my body tape. It's in my jeans. I can't get bigger, you know? You like, are like, you really are a product of what you believe. And it's unbelievable. Like we said all the time, when you get I get bigger, I'm like, oh, you know, like you get to that, oh, the shirt's filling out. I probably look good in it. Nah, motherfucker, you're fat. And like objectively, if someone else was looking at you yeah. from, say you looked exactly the same in those, in two pictures, but yeah. like in one, one thing you're like, oh, I look big, yeah, like jacked yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. You could look exactly the same as I, everything is really like a mental game. Like even I wake up feeling 10 different ways about myself on 10 different days, you know, yeah. like you never know how you're going to wake up, but it, it really is. If you can acknowledge that and be like, oh, you know, like it's not that crazy. I'm mm-hmm. just making myself feel this way. I think that's like half the battle. You just got to dig deep, man. I know how it feels. It sucks, but you got to talk about it. You And like you said, talk to the person you're dating and just say it out there and people need gratification people need compliments heather always gives compliments and it gets me weird like she's like your hand like you always say like she's you're handsome i'm like thank you or like stop <laughs> like i still do it to this day because i can't do it but then also on the flip side i wasn't giving her enough compliments also if she had if she just stopped doing it one day if she just stopped you would be like kind of curious yeah right why? what happened yeah like so what i do is it my like mustache that's yeah. going over my lip if all of a sudden she just like stopped complimenting you. yeah something was wrong and right. but you have to know that it's gonna affect the other person too and we're not manly but we i think knowing your emotions are better do you agree with that yeah, and that's how this is going to end because I have 2% battery on my laptop right now. <laughs> Perfect. I had nothing left. Still no ratings or reviews for when Steve was joined. If you hung out with us for this long, please fucking give us some anything, any stars, half a star. I think I only do half a star. Uh, I deserve Figure it, it out. Okay. It's about to be behind a paywall. <laughs> You're getting paid for this. No, I'm not. You're a full-time podcaster. Goodbye. Rating review guy. Bye. <laughs> The guy walked in. He's like, what are you, a YouTube station? I was like, yeah. He's like, you're a gamer? Sure. <laughs> Just pick sure. the fucking couch up. Yeah. <laughs> Go get your fucking, <laughs> your fucking shine box guy.